Welcome to Mood Killers, the only program that prides itself on sucking the life out of the party <laughs> while simultaneously deflating all hope you have left for humanity. I'm Eddie, joined by <laughs> my cohort. In- Wait, say that again. I didn't get that. Can you come back and say it again? I can't say it again. No, I can't say it again. It was it was a lot going on, and I, I thought I'd mess it up. Somehow didn't. So I'm not going to say it again. You're proud of yourself. You cut that. Uh, yeah. Print. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, well, geez, we have a lot to get to, as always. A lot of content. Marconi, when you're on an airplane, mm. do you have to swap seats with somebody else? How about what's the proper way to recline your chair? Oh. Well, a flight attendant has 12 etiquette tips for summer travel as part of our ride on the unfriendly skies. Plus, what is something many adults hate that younger people love that you don't understand? I'm always confused by people that hate what kids are into. And it's like, yeah, I don't get it. And they're just repeating their parents. They're exactly doing the same thing their parents did that they thought was annoying. How do people not see that? Yeah. It's like, just let the youth be youthful and have fun. They're going to do things differently than the older people. That's just how it goes. Yeah. Stop it. And then if you need love, life, or detailed financial advice. Maybe you don't know what stocks to trade or you need help managing your 401k. Oh. We will answer those questions with Ask Mood Killers. Send in your questions now. Moodkillers at stayanal.com. We'll get to all of your questions. Again, uh, email moodkillers at stayanal.com. Check in with us anytime. Give us a call. Why don't you? It's 833-HI-IT'S-ME. That's our phone number, 833-HI-IT'S-ME. Leave a message. You can text it, 833-HI-IT'S-ME. We love to hear from you. And, in fact, we'll be answering your questions later on the show, too. So uh, text those in now, 833-HI-IT'S-ME. Marconi, it is uh, summertime. People are going to be traveling. Mm. So, you know, we're always talking about these nightmare stories that happen on airplanes as part of our segment called The Unfriendly Skies, but maybe we can mitigate some of that happening out there with some etiquette tips. We uh, talked to a flight attendant, and uh, we got some <laughs> we etiquette did? tips. Oh, good. Yes, we did. <laughs> well, we, uh, we, we, uh, yeah, we did some research on this. We <laughs> Did you go over to our house and interview her in person or on the phone? Like, how cup did of tea. Oh, cup yeah. of tea in person. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, it was a lovely afternoon, oh, wow. and uh, we got some etiquette tips for, for flights. So uh, let's go over these, and we can start by seeing what you think of mm. these uh, questions. So do you have to swap seats on an airplane with somebody, Marconi? What do you think the etiquette expert says about this? No, Do you leave have to alone. swap seats? But the, the problem is, yeah. it's like, say you're just in a new relationship, and you're traveling together, and part of the fun is sitting together, right? And you're not in yeah. the same seat somehow. So right. if it's not too much of an issue, like if it's somebody isn't like, you know, completely just, you know, this is my seat and all it takes is getting up and moving over one. That's not a big deal. But if it's like a big imposition, I mean, don't do it. But yeah, yeah, you're right. If it inconveniences you, don't do it. This is what this airline etiquette expert, a flight attendant said. Uh, If it's advantageous to you, go ahead. 
or if you're happy to help out. Otherwise, don't worry about it. So I don't feel bad if you don't want to change your seats. I, I, it is kind of annoying. Like you, you do feel bad because yeah, there's like maybe this new couple they just started dating and they actually want to sit next to each other. Yeah, the <laughs> couples have been married for a while. They actually request They're like, to oh, sit in thank separate you. I got a separate seat from my wife that I've been married to for twenty years. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a request you might get sometimes too. Hey, you mind sitting next to my wife so I don't have to? <laughs> you mind uh, switching me seats so I don't have to sit next to her? <laughs> We're in a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if you want to help out, go ahead. But, you know, I think people are pretty picky about their seats. And a lot of times you'll be like, as you're booking your flight, I want the middle or the, the aisle or the window. So stick with your seat if you don't want to. Nothing change. worse, though, uh, than, than getting yeah. settled in and realizing you're in a wrong seat. And like somebody's like, hey, <laughs> yeah. can you? Uh, that's actually, oh, crap. Now what? And then you know you're wrong. And then you, you take out your ticket anyways because you think you're going <laughs> to yeah. somehow prove the person wrong, right. even though it clearly says 12A. And right. you know it does. You still take it out. And you're oh, like, yeah. well, it says. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what is the proper way to recline your seat on an airplane? What does the flight attendant etiquette expert say about this, Marcon? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's my only answer. <laughs> Uh, well, the, this etiquette expert says before reclining, peek behind you and see what the situation is and then ask nicely if you can recline. That's never once happened to me. Uh, People just jam their seats back and they and don't why care. why are they in your you lap? spill your beverage. Why are they all the way back in your <laughs> lap? I don't understand that whole design mechanism. Like, that's such a design flaw. Like, let me see. I want some stranger's head in my crotch and, uh, <laughs> right. and they're going to so be snoring weird. away. While I try to, like, you know, eat my peanut snacks or whatever. Uh, what should you do if you forget your headphones on a flight? Get off the plane and go home. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. I mean, uh, this uh, etiquette expert says, whatever you do, do not listen to music or watch TV with without yeah. earbuds. So you can't use a speaker. You, you forgot your headphones? You're SOL. Sorry. I mean, gonna, I can't believe done. that we're not to the point where there's enough technology and I know some airlines have those, you know, crappy ones. But why do they have just crappy ones? You're paying over $100 for a ticket. You know, they could probably splurge yeah. and, like, hook me know, up with some Apple Air- AirPods. Maybe it. do a deal with Apple or something, you know? You're a major airline, for God's sakes. And, you know, do something to your customers. Make them feel like they're a little bit important for spending so much money traveling with you. And give them a pair of AirPods. I mean, come yeah. on. I, I paid two ninety nine for this flight to Milwaukee. I deserve Beats by Dre. <laughs> That's right. Marconi here on Boo Killers. We're always talking about people who completely lose it up in the air on airplanes with our segment, Very Popular. All the kids are talking about it. <laughs> Unfriendly skies. Yes. But I thought we'd mitigate some of the damage that we've been uh, sharing and, and try to get ahead of these situations and share some etiquette tips mm. for flying and summer travel these etiquette uh, tips were put together by a flight attendant mm. that we interviewed over tea, <laughs> and we have various scenarios. Uh, what is the best way to handle kids on a flight, Marconi? Kids uh, on a flight. I mean, usually, you, what, don't you just tape their mouth shut? No? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Duct tape them to the seat? Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. No, uh, yeah, I, I would say don't bring your kids, but if you have to bring your kids, uh, don't they have uh, child sedatives? <laughs> get them liquored up. Right. Give but, them a little day quill. But what do you do if there's like a kid kicking the back of your seat? What, how would you handle that situation? Well, it's got to come down to a fist fight, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you you know what I do is I, I pick up the kid by his uh, the back of his shirt and yeah. I bring him up to the cockpit and I close the door. Yeah, there you Let go. Let him sit with the pilot. It's your problem now. 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, this etiquette expert says, find a nice way to calmly ask the parents if they realize their child is being bothersome. Yeah, that's not hmm. going to turn into a fight. Yeah, no. <laughs> I always I like to pour a bowl of my in-flight chili over the kid's head. Usually that'll teach there you them. <laughs> uh, can you take your shoes off on an airplane? No! For God's sake, yeah. stop it. Stop it. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, this etiquette expert says, actually, go ahead and take off your shoes, oh. but don't take off your socks. Yeah. But that's disgusting. It does, does, it does. Planes are so gross. They're not cleaning the floor for weeks on end. You're putting your feet in, in Lord knows what. Ugh. Why does why does everything have to smell like vinegar? Because you have to take your shoes off. <laughs> it's vinegar feet grossness. I don't need that. Uh, uh, I guess this is a common question. This this airline etiquette expert gets. Do you have to flush the toilet? Yes. God, <laughs> God I yes. Question. I, I, why are you in there to you know to go take a pair of business? You know somebody's but what? So that means somebody thinks that somebody else should have to walk in on your filth. And, yeah, and that's in, what's in fact, wrong this, with this, this flight attendant. <laughs> I know, right? This flight attendant says that one of her biggest pet peeves is when she has to flush other people's oh, waste. Pet peeves? I would quit. Uh, yeah. Oh, can you imagine? And. uh how about this one? What is the best way to handle a seating issue um, you know, before you even uh, sit down? Well, uh, I do believe uh, arm wrestling is my first thought. And then, uh, and then you know, if that doesn't work, you can uh, I, leg wrestling. That's the, right. only other, that's the only other choice, I guess. Or paper, rock, wrestling. paper, rock, scissors. It's probably a more civil. Right. Uh, I think I, I, all those sound good to me, but the, this person, says, the flight attendant expert says, uh, etiquette expert, reminds everyone to talk to the agents at the gate calmly before you get on the airplane. And they're happy to help you out as long as you're not an a-hole. Well, but if People there's a problem with the seat when you get on the plane, you can't get off and talk to the agent when you're in the air. <laughs> like, well, well, you can if you just open up the hatch and jump out. <laughs> Simple. These are solutions yeah, that right, are so it's easy. easy. Eddie, what important life skills has society lost? And I have to say mm. right up front, I feel like cooking is on a decline. Because you do? I thought is it why is that? Well, because if you talk to most like college students, not one of them has ever been taught how to cook a thing. And they're in their really? uh you know, their their parents might rent them a nice apartment, but uh they're like, "Oh, I just get one of these, you know, meal kit services that puts it together for me or I just order DoorDash. And you know, so when, they, I, when I'm hanging out on campus talking to the kids, uh, <laughs> I get the I get the opposite impression. I think that they all are are five-star chefs. I guess I guess maybe they're lying to me. I mean, I guess if you're if you're smart, you might have learned to cook somewhere along the way or you might have a meal kit and sometimes the meal kits are helpful because they teach you little things you didn't think about. You know, here's a question I have for you that I was thinking about when it comes to meal kits. If you make meal kits often, are you allowed to say that you're a good cook? No, because <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, you're fine. So but it's the same thing, though, really, when you think about it, other than like getting the ingredients. It's the same as following a cookbook. The only difference is, is the ingredients are sanctioned for you. You don't have to go out and find them individually. So you're not wasting a bunch of stuff. 
you're right, but when you go out and you you find these same ingredients individually and you fight for it at the grocery store, somehow <laughs> it kind of like it ups your level as a chef somehow. That's I don't right, because that's what chefs do. They get up early in the morning, right. you get the freshest ingredients, and they bring them. Go home. down to, to to Pike's Market. <laughs> yeah. And they uh, <laughs> yeah talk to all the local vendors. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was thinking of another one, like you know, basic things like cleaning, because a lot of people just kind of like yeah whatever and they don't really think about how filthy it is and they can just hire somebody to do it for them now so i mean i don't know yeah i mean i've never hired a cleaning service i have once actually i take that back just once when i was moving into a new place and i was really stressed and needed some help but the other day i was actually thinking am i being a sucker here doing all my own housework yes because some of these <laughs> services are are not that expensive, and they you can are. have somebody. And you get yeah. people that like will really get the grime and the stuff that you would never do, even if you're like really clean. Right. And I think it's good to do it like once a quarter or once you know a month or something like that. Right. For me, I I'm constantly you know cleaning and things like that. But I feel like if you know, especially if you're moving out of an apartment. That's a great time. Yeah. To oh, yeah. Uh, get deep I will never clean. clean an apartment ever again that I'm moving out of. No yeah, it, it makes no sense because you know you're you're never gonna do it better than the person that's deep cleaning it. And then, you know, as long as it's deep clean, the the thing that sucks is then you move out of the apartment. You're like, it's never been more clean than it is right now. <laughs> and yeah, and then you also know that as soon as you moved out, you did you scrubbed the inside of the oven, the toilet, and mm. the 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 sink, everything, <laughs> and you know that. The apartment complex is going to turn around and then hire somebody to clean it again. Right. And they, they don't just hand it over to the next person. Well, that's, I have that's to, what I always found to be annoying. When I moved in my building to a different floor, I moved in my building, and the caveat was it was like a an extra surcharge or something like that. Of course, they figured out a way to make more money, and I and my my rent was actually less for a bigger bigger apartment. But the caveat was is I just had to deep clean my apartment before I left because that would alleviate them having to do it so my cleaning okay. was what they gave the next person wow so uh all right, right. upper decker so i just hired somebody to do it upper decker <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah yeah eddie what is something many adults hate that young people love and you don't understand i mean i feel like music <laughs> is one because why why yeah. are people past the age of 50 angry at music it's not for them. <laughs> like, why? What's like, well, you know what? That, they always have to compare it to the music they like. It's never going to be as good as blah, blah, blah. Well, nobody's going to make you like what you love less. And nobody's right. trying to. They don't care. Yeah. Can't there be two kinds of music or can't somebody no. like something that you don't? No, everybody's yeah, got to like not. the same thing. They can only like the same yeah. music as you. And it's supposed to be the same that you liked when you were a kid and you grew up with. Right. And no new music is good enough. And it, right. it, it seems, and it's a very like, there's like a people that attack if you li don't like what they like. It's so, and, or, or the other one is like people that don't consider early 90s rock to be classic rock now. And it, I mean, as far as like time goes, I get it. It's as different as genre than what is considered classic rock, but. I'm sorry. Music made in 1991 is classic rock. There's, I mean, you know. Yeah, so they're talking about Nirvana and yeah. that, bands like that. We yeah. can't. I, I mean, that, come on. I it's think they just want to keep, and I get it because they want to keep the purity of like classic rock, like 
late 60s, 80s, and 70s and 80s or what? I don't know that together. But for what? What's the? They're only adding yeah. to the playlist is really what I'm saying, and it's it's weird because if if you like that music that they're not playing anymore. <laughs> You can go, uh, you know, put it on yourself at home. <laughs> I know. It's like it's it's so it is so weird because people will get angry at like radio for not playing what they like, but they're too lazy to create a playlist of the same twenty songs for themselves. They they just won't do it. And I'm like, you could create this in less than fifteen minutes. You just go. You go right. into like Spotify. You go classic rock playlist, and then you. You make it. There you go. Boom. It's done. But no, they have to, they have to find somebody to rage at because they won't yeah. do that themselves. Somebody's always got to be you blamed. Can, you know, go to your local record store, yeah. buy a vinyl of something you want to listen to. Guess what? You're in charge of that. What are you getting mad at other people for? I mean, I'm all for radio and I like people getting into radio and stuff like that. It's fun, you know, because you can put it on anywhere. You don't have to have a special device. Just have a radio. But you either like it or you don't. It's not really a thing where you're like, oh, you know what? If you don't like it, here's what you do. Don't listen. And then eventually yeah. the radio station will flip formats and become some other <laughs> piece of garbage, you know, <laughs> that, you, that, that you, hate. you hate. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think you just hate everything. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, and, and the other things that adults hate that younger people, I, it never, it always seems to be a concept of no matter what generation, grandparents always have to ask kids with ripped jeans. Did you buy them like that? Were they that way when you <laughs> bought them? How much did you pay too much for those? You know, and it's like, it's so silly. Right. People who hate TikTok, I don't understand. Most of them have never been on TikTok. And most of the content that they enjoy that's on Facebook now or other platforms is from TikTok. So I don't understand. Like all the videos out there now are basically from TikTok. There's not. I, I don't understand how you could not like TikTok because you, you go on there and then you look up things that are interesting to you. Right. So if you don't like TikTok, then you don't like yourself. <laughs> right. The one thing I think where I have to draw a line, Eddie, is the ironic mullet. I can't get on uh, board with it. It looks dumb with the hair brushed forward. Like the top is like a, like a forward brushed hair and then they've got like a, a sassy little mullet in the back and it's like ironic because it's not meant to be like I'm serious about this hair there you know it, it just seems like yeah it, it's gro it's bad I it's, mean that hair style was never good is the thing no and right people thinking that oh I can pull it off they couldn't pull it off back then but look <laughs> yeah. at me I'm cool no you're not it never worked for no. anyone sorry I can't wait till that trend is over if you have questions we have answers ask Moon. Killers. Any topic. Marconi and I are experts in everything. <laughs> wow. Everything. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So if you have a question, shoot in that email right now because we are answering your questions. It's moodkillers at stayanal.com. And, yes, that will be saved into your contacts forever. Stay anal. Uh, Marconi and Eddie, what's one piece of advice you would give to someone who wants to start living a healthier lifestyle, but also likes lasagna? Oh, well, uh, eat lasagna less, you know, I mean, if <laughs> Is that you doable, yeah. <laughs> How do you eat less of lasagna? I still didn't figure that out. The difficult part about lasagna is if you make it at home, usually you have to make a giant pan and it, yeah. you know, if it's just you. Then you're eating on that for like 
weeks because it's like, and you know, you don't you want only, it to go to waste. Yeah, you don't want it to waste food. And then you're like, well, that second week of eating lasagna every day, you're like, well, I guess I, you know, I only got one more left. I'll just eat that corner yeah. piece and I'll be done. And right. It suddenly becomes like a challenge, you know? Then it becomes a situation where you know you have lasagna to eat, but you also had other plans for dinner. So you try to sneak in your lasagna <laughs> as a fourth meal or in between meals. You know, or, it yeah. doesn't count well, because usually, it's leftovers. Like if you and it would go in the garbage. If you have lunch foods, usually lunch foods can be, you know, you can skip that lunch food and work in a lasagna if you have to. Sure. Oh, you can always work in a lasagna. I mean, it doesn't matter what time of day it is, right. what's going on in your life. Sad, happy. Lasagna. There's always time for lasagna. That's that's the beautiful thing about exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, mood killers. What can someone do to cultivate more positivity in their daily life? Lasagna. Yeah. Lasagna. I was first going to say, why would you yeah. want to do that? And then you, then you reminded me of lasagna that I completely forgot about after that part of the segment. And, but yeah, lasagna. I mean, How can it, you eat lasagna and not be <laughs> somewhat happy? Right. Like just a little bit. How does it not give you just a little bit of joy? Or, you know, think about penguins. I mean, when has a penguin ever made you mad? So, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, or somebody holding a little bunny. That's uh, I that. have a, a t-shirt called, it just, it's like in big white letters on a black t-shirt just says F penguins, but it spells it out. And I like to wear that everywhere. <laughs> oh, very nice. Or, or think of your dad in a bonnet. Yeah. That always makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Think of uh historical figures in bonnet too. That always... <laughs> there you go. Like Mount Rushmore and they all have Everybody a bonnet on. Everybody has a bonnet on. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, mood killers. How can someone make their work environment less stressful and cluttered? Work from home, first of all. And then uh, I, I hate to like talk about work from home and and the opposition of work from the office. But I keep seeing in my feed I, every day there's some expert saying, well, people need to go back to the office because... Bah, 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 bah. And, and, and like, we're, we're being attacked by AI. We're being told, go sit in a weird cube <laughs> and, and just, it, it, just it's, suck it's it up. These, these, these multinational mega corporations, they bought all this real estate, and they know if they let everybody work from home, they're all screwed because none of the real estate is worth anything. So and they're do like, you think oh, part of go it back is to work. Economic because you know a lot of e economy is driven by uh, the automotive industry, and if there's not people commuting constantly, there's oh, yeah. less need for cars. And is that too? And car the car automotive industry drives other industries Oil, by advertising. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So I I think there's more to it than just get in the office for the environment. But yeah, when the when the Illuminati gets together for their annual board meeting, this is what they're planning, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ask Moodkillers. We are helping folks out. Send us your question, Moodkillers at stayanal.com. Any question, any topic, Marconi and I will answer for you. We give advice to you. <laughs> it's not necessarily good <laughs> or helpful, but it's advice, you yeah. know. It's as good as your Uncle Earl would give you, you know, at the oh. family reunion if you asked him. So, My Uncle Jack, yeah. though, has great advice. Like, I always ask him advice. Maybe he should be doing this segment for us. I really think he should be on here. the show. I think he's, he's not 
one of those, he's got a great personality. He'd be perfect for radio, but I don't, he yeah. doesn't like it. He doesn't like attention. So. And his name is Jack. Yeah. That's he's, perfect too. Like ask Jack. You can't he, get better than that. Yeah. For radio segment. I got to talk to him. Well, I, I, I keep as trying soon to as we talk burn him. out on this. We yeah, can have like, Jack come in here. Whenever we don't want to do the show, just have Uncle Jack <laughs> yeah, fill in. <laughs> right. Uh, Mood Killers, what would you recommend to someone looking to read more books and diversify their reading habits? Oh, man. There's so many great books. I like to collect uh, books to sit around next to me just in case I decide to read. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know. Like, there are so many great books. And what happens to me is um, I start reading and immediately fall into nap mode and i, I know and i, I hate can't read that. at night for that and that, so that yeah but I isn't go, that why you would sleeping. read at night so you can fall asleep like i would yeah but then after a while it's like you read two pages of a book and you don't remember because you're in that haze and then <laughs> it takes you five years <laughs> to, to get through amy schumer's autobiography <laughs> yeah. and it's enough i do like uh yeah. i do like uh you know audio books for sure i but i like the physical Having a book and collecting them for whatever reason, so I because you know, it I, makes you look smart when you have a bookshelf. Everybody that's true. knows that. When people yeah. people come over, they're like, "Wow, he's got books! Wow!" And you know, like I put my Kindle on the coffee table, it doesn't have the same effect. <laughs> Nobody cares, right? Nobody cares. Everyone's <laughs> like, "What's that piece of garbage over yeah. there?" Yeah. Uh, mood killers. How can I become a better listener in my relationship? Man, that is key. Listening is everything. If you don't listen to your partner, why are you in a relationship, first of all? And I will say this. I'm not a big proponent of relationships as a whole because I feel like mm -hmm. re interrelationship exit peace. And uh, <laughs> it's because, I mean, what relationship is peaceful? It's always some uh, some environment of like, you know, somebody's somebody's not giving enough or somebody's giving too much and they're they're resentful because of that and they're not getting yeah. back and it's just it's a whole mess. Turns out people don't get along, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. But we're supposed <laughs> and, and who decided that we're supposed to be together forever? It's such a weird It's frame. all things weird. Yeah. You know, it kind of starts out as an evolutionary thing, <clears throat> pair bonding to raise a child, but then you know, a lot of people aren't having kids, so what then if, they have all this weird What thing, if 18 this, to 19 yeah. years is enough? And then you can call it quits. I mean, why sure. not? Whatever, or whatever your graduation. Eighteen to nineteen months. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> call it good. Uh, mood killers. Let's get to one more here. Mood killers. How can someone ensure they are getting enough quality sleep each night? Man, it's so difficult. I'll tell you this. Yes. Some nights, uh, depending on if we're, uh, you know, on the radio or what. Some nights I will be in bed, you know, at normal hours, like 8.30. I'm not even yeah. kidding. Like, right after dinner, I'm like, zonked. No, yeah, me too. And then yeah. some nights, depending on the day, like 5 in the morning, I'm not still not asleep. And I don't yeah, know. it's hard. I don't know how to regulate it. I know it's healthy to stay on the same schedule, but it seems to be impossible. I agree. Yeah, my sleep habits are all over the place, so I... uh do encourage people to not take my advice on this, so. but <laughs> yeah. just uh, go to sleep at a reasonable time and then wake up at uh, the same time every day. Maybe that's what you have to do. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't cracked the code. I I don't I don't even wake up at the same time every day. 
Some days I'm up five hours before I need to be. And I'm just like, okay, I just start my day today now. Great. Yeah. Like this morning, I woke up two hours before my alarm and I was like, well, I'm awake. I guess uh, I might as well get up. It's it's aggravating. But and I like we all to, need more sleep. And I like to, uh, the one piece of advice that I like from Jeff Bezos and the only thing he's ever said that I'm like, yeah, that guy might be onto something is, uh, you know, besides his empire and billions of and a $500 billion boat or whatever. But, and delivering a toaster to me in 24 hours. Yeah, away. yeah. All, the, all that stuff aside. Yeah. He said once that he likes to meander throughout the, his morning. So he'll, he'll take like a couple hours to like have his breakfast, leisurely kind of catch up on the news and maybe do a, you know, an exercise or two or stretching or whatever it might be. Just sit around and kind of casually before he starts his first meetings. And I thought like, well, I mean, they always tell you act like a billionaire if you want to <laughs> make money. So who am right. I to, you know, say no? So uh, leisurely, uh, I like to sit you, around. <laughs> well, I think you need to make a billion dollars. That way you can afford to meander in the morning, you know? I don't, don't think that's work. the way it works. I don't think, I think you oh, got to like. the other way around? Yeah, you got to, you've got to, you got to uh, meander. And that way it gives you the right mindset to be a billionaire. So he, he meandered into his fortune? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Moon Killers. <laughs>